What's up, everybody? This is Spencer with the Fantasy Fanatics. I'm here with Nathan. How are you doing today, Nathan? What's going on, Fanatics? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Pretty Blessed good. Another and I, podcast. And I uh, can also tell that you got a new mic, got a new headset, also Some got a new slight. laptop. Some laptop. Slight. You know, I had to invest in it. We're going to be doing a lot of content and getting a lot of videos up. Um, our socials are going to be very active. Our website's going to be popping. So you know, I had to make the investment, make sure we're giving you all some high-quality product. I just wanted to remind everyone, uh, you could check out our website at thefantasyfanatics.com. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter at theffanatics3. So those are little social shout-outs, and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. And um, we'll get into what we're starting today. Um, we're going to be checking out the AFC East today, um, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, just going through their um, fantasy-relevant players. Um, we're going to be going through every them. division. Yep, at all eight divisions. Um, hopefully we'll get it done this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a video for each one. All right. Let's start off with my favorite team, the Bills, QB1, Josh so Allen. A, there's a real quarterback battle going on there. I don't think people are giving it much attention. But Trubisky, Trubisky, was, Trubisky was firing on uh, Saturday versus his former team, the Bears. Hey, that is former all-pro. I'm just kidding. Former pro bowler, Mitchell Trubisky. He was a pro bowler there for a little bit. And um, Josh Allen, QB2, QB3, doesn't really matter. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Um He's going to be the second or third quarterback drafted, sometimes the first. Mm. Um, definitely should be drafting Mahomes above him. Um, I wouldn't be mad if you take Lamar Jackson above him, but I think QB3 is about as low as you can go with him. Yeah, obviously him and uh, Stefan Diggs are the obvious ones, so we won't touch too much on them. They're both studs. Um, the bigger questions is when it comes to like Zach Moss and Cole Beasley and people like Dawson Knox or Jacob Hollister. Well, speaking of Zach Moss, let's get to the running back room. Um, mm-hmm. Devin Singletary has been starting in the preseason games, and he has looked actually pretty good, um, looking like 2019 Devin Singletary. Last year was a down year. 2019 was his rookie year, which was his best. Um, still wasn't great his rookie season, but I don't think the Bills run the ball enough mm-hmm. to give a guy – maybe even 15 touches a game. And that's, I don't think any of these guys can turn 12 touches into double digits, double digit fantasy points every week. Well, most of the uh, fantasy analysts you see on like ESPN and all these other platforms are saying that Zach Moss is undervalued and he's the one that you want. I personally am probably going to be staying away from both of them unless you can get Zach Moss in just like a ridiculously late round. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think Singletary is just going to be really inconsistent. Zach Moss will probably get a lot of the running back work. But I just get that down real quick. I think Josh, I think Josh Allen's just going to take away too many touchdowns for him to be relevant, to be honest. I mean, he I really is. Maybe a flex play at best. Yeah. Um, it would have to be probably PPR because they will be getting most of their work probably from their pass catching duties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to pull up the rankings right now um, on the running back to see if any of us have them ranked. Um, shout out to our website where you can check all of our rankings out right here. Mm-hmm. These, um, these will be updated, by the way. 
will be updated. I have Singletary at 43. You have him at 50. Neither of us have Zach Moss on there. Um, so obviously I have Zach Moss. Oh, I have Zach Moss at 35. I have him at 31. Yeah, my updated rankings will have Singletary probably around that 37, 38, and Zach Moss will be moved down um, to probably around that Melvin Gordon, Naeem Hines area. Mm-hmm. What about you? Where do you think you're going to? I mean, there's only so many starting running backs, and I think Zach Moss will eventually be the starting running back, but he's at the very bottom of the list. Like he's down there with people like Javante Williams and, you know, the Fournette, Ronald Jones combo and that sort of area. So that's, I think he's about right. And at that point, you're, I would rather go with somebody who's going to maybe take a bigger role, like possibly Trey Sermon. So I will update my rankings to reflect that he'll he'll probably come down below those those guys. Okay, all right. Well, let's move to the wide receivers. Um, like with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs will likely be wide receiver two, wide receiver three, maybe even wide receiver four. Um, don't think he should be going above Devontae Adams. Um, you can make the case that he can go above Tyreek Hill, um, but after that, it's kind of like maybe Hopkins. Um, I know you have Hopkins at three, and I have Hopkins, I think, at four, and I have Diggs at two. Um, so you have Hopkins above Diggs, as we're looking right now. Yeah, I've got oh, you have Diggs at five. Yeah. So you are not as high on Diggs. Interesting. I mean, he's still. I I think the top five, and you know, honestly, you could probably rip the top six if you throw Ridley in there as well. I don't think there's a wrong, a wrong pick. To be honest. I think if you are going to pick the first receiver, for me, it's between DK and Devontae Adams. But I'm not mad at any of the top six. Obviously, my rankings, um, you know, just disregard Michael Thomas. They they haven't been updated yet. He'll he'll be out of the picture. Um, and so people like Justin Jefferson and Terry McLaurin and all those guys will be bumped up. Um, and I do I do want to adjust uh, some of the other, but we'll get into them in the the other divisions. But I think with Stefan Diggs in the people the, around the other receivers he's going next to, I don't think there's a wrong choice. Do you value him high, any higher in, I mean, PPR leagues? Cause he does. I mean, he led the league in catches and targets and yards mm-hmm. last year. So obviously he, I mean, he, he was catching, I think eight or nine a game might be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely going to be up there again with people like Adams and, uh, Hopkins and these guys who are just getting fed the ball. Um, now I, I think where he's going to lack is the touchdowns. Um, I don't like the bills offense is obviously going to be pass heavy again, but I don't think they'll quite, um, live up to what last season was, but they'll still be good. So I, I'd probably keep them about the same in PPR. Maybe, um, yeah, probably about the same to be honest. Because all, all okay. of those, those top six, they're all getting fed. I mean, it's not like he's going to have so many more catches than someone like Calvin Ridley where he should just be way higher or something like that. And looking at the rankings here, I have Beasley at 47 and the second-year wide receiver at a University City. University of Central Florida, Gabriel Davis. Um, I am a huge Gabe Davis fan. You have Beasley at 48. So... 
probably Gabe, Gabe Davis, as in like their fourth receiver, Gabe Davis. That one? oh, as in going to break out <laughs> better than Odell Beckham's rookie season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people are calling for his breakout. I I don't see it. I don't see it. Gabriel just, Davis just, is super talented, dude. Super talented. No, oh, okay, that's just flat out good. wrong. Um, we go to their tight ends: Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister. Don't um, pick either of them. You're not a fan of either. No, for fantasy purposes, I'm not picking either of them. There's just way too many that I would have ranked above them. Um, you have Dawson Knox at 32. Yeah, I'm not um, I have Dawson either. Knox at 21. That's way too high. If I had to redo them right now, I would probably move Johnny Smith up. Yeah, Knox down um, to about 26, 27. And I would a- maybe even move Hollister up. Um, looks like they like to use Hollister. Hollister creates more separation. He's much more of a um, pass catcher than yeah, Dustin. Yeah. So, um, and I, I mean, don't they think pa- they'll be on the field. They pass so many times. I mean, Hollister can get four to five. Five to six targets a game. Viable yeah. tight end. Viable tight end. Let's try All and right. have these uh let's have try to have these rankings updated by the end of the week. Uh, I think we should do it. I think we usually update them on Tuesday. Today's Yeah, during the season we update them Tuesday, Wednesday, that kind of time frame. I think I updated mine well last week. Mm-hmm. So, all right, time for the Dolphins. Time for the Dolphins. Um, we got Tua. Tua's kind of air right now. Um, let me go to our quarterback rankings. If you I had think to Tua guess, is draftable right now? No, I do not think he is draftable. I don't um, think he's worth it. I think by that time, take a flyer on a rookie or, um, like I'm not like take Zach Wilson or take a flyer on Sam Darnold or. Although I do have Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones below him, that does not mean I would draft either of those guys. That just means I think that he will have more total points in them because I don't know if those guys are starting week one. Um, oh, I don't care if they start week four or five. Like Fields will well, outscore to it. Oh, yeah. The, all, all Three below him, I think, will outscore him in points per game, just not total points maybe. Yeah, I mean, like I said, these will be updated. Um, I, I think he's in about the right spot. By that time, take a flyer on somebody who might have a higher ceiling because Tua, like, he's he's got a potential to be like a high-end QB2 maybe. I think that's his ceiling because he's not going to offer too, too much with his legs. He does have some very explosive weapons, which is the only reason he's got that kind of ceiling. But I just... He didn't look good last year. You know, this year in the preseason, he's like decent, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's worth drafting and holding on hope that he's going to break out. Totally agree on that one. Um, now, running back, people were freaking out about Miles Gaskin and Malcolm Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm Brown started their week one preseason game. Um, Hoss Gaskin came in as a reliever, it felt like. Um, their second week, Miles Gaskin, I don't know if he started, but definitely out-touched Malcolm Brown and looked a lot better. Yeah, um, he had two touchdowns. Was even, yeah, was even using the passing game, so you like to see that. Um, I did see on ESPN where he dropped 
think all the way down to the eighties or nineties. Um, and he was in the fifties, mm-hmm. um, dropped 40 spots because of one preseason game. That mm-hmm. is an overreaction. Um, I agree. um, he is down there with Mike Davis. I have no idea why both of them are down there. Um, they need to be moved up sixties at least. Um, but if you're drafting with a bunch of numb nuts and they see Miles Gaskin down there at 90, you take him in the sixth or seventh round as your RB3 or four. I mean, easily. I think he's a maybe it's a low end RB2, high flex play, kind of optimistic. I think he's more of a flex. I wouldn't feel comfortable with him in my starting lineup coming out of the draft. But we've seen Malcolm Brown before on the Rams, and he hasn't really shown like that you know, workhorse back material. And I think everybody can agree that Gaskin's more talented. So I think Gaskin will prevail eventually. Brown will probably vulture touchdown here, there, but I would rather have Gaskin as um, a potential bi-week replacement or injury replacement. Um, I just think that's where you're going to be getting the best value for him. He's, he's not a, a starter at this point, I don't think, unless you're just in like a deeper league. I think it's got to be more than like a 12 team league to feel comfortable starting him right now. Um, wide receiver is super deep, um, and there's plenty of running backs that should be ahead of him. Okay. Uh, do, do you agree with that? Ga- yeah. I mean, if Miles Gaskin does go down, um, say to injury, does Malcolm Brown have any value? I think Salvano Med would have more value than Malcolm Brown, to be honest. Because really? he's, I think I think he's more dynamic than Malcolm Brown. Um, so it, I think it would take a lot for Malcolm Brown to really be worth a roster spot. If Gaskin goes down, I look for Salvano Med to kind of be the the fill in, and Malcolm Brown just kind of keeps the same role. I mean, that's what we saw last year when Gaskin went down with Salvano Med, which just plugged right in. Even though Brown wasn't there, it was kind of like a like for like kind of replacement. I do not agree. I think Miles. I mean, I think Malcolm Brown will outtouch Savannah Med if it comes to it. Let's hope not. Let's hope Miles Gaskin plays a full seventeen games, though. Mm-hmm. Um, onto the wide receivers, and it is kind of a stacked group. You have Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, my guy Preston Williams, <laughs> and then Lib Bowden Jr. Um, I love Preston Williams, but this does not seem like a group that he'll break out in front of. Um, but Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Jalen Waddle is the third drafted out of those guys. Usually, um, you're taking Will Fuller first out of all those guys, right? I think absolutely. He's uh, he's proven. The only question is off the field stuff as well as injuries. So as long as he stays on the field, there's no denying his talent. The only thing I would be concerned about is Tua and Jalen Waddle having the Alabama connection may you know make Tua look his way first and I just don't think Tua is a good deep ball thrower and that's where Will Fuller thrives um I but I would switch Waddle and Devontae Parker as far as rather being drafted I'd rather have Waddle just because I think he's got higher upside so the safest (laughs) it's funny probably Parker no most most breakout Potential, Jalen Waddle, and if you just want a guy who can maybe give you 25 points in a week, you throw in Will Fuller. I they think got Will all three. got the highest p- potential. I think I think Jalen Waddle has the highest potential out of all of them. Um, I think if you're going to plug one of them in, all three of them are healthy, 
one week and you just need seven points, you're definitely going to play Devontae Parker because you know what you're getting from him. Will Fuller, I mean, he'll have one catch for 40 yards sometimes and leave in the first quarter. Uh, Jalen Waddle's a rookie who has had injury problems dating back to last season at Alabama. And, I mean, he just got hurt in his last preseason game. So, I mean, and Devontae Parker has trouble staying on the field too. Um, yeah. So. I, I personally just think Will Fuller kind of separates himself from the other two, and then I'd go Waddle and Parker, but not much to split them two. Now, um, what do you think about Mike Gusecki? Is he a starter? I think he's obviously a draftable tight end. I don't think there's any denying that, but would you feel comfortable coming out of the draft with him as your starting tight end? I would not, no. Um, yeah, I, I think, think he I'm is good. the probably fourth best pass catcher on this offense. I agree. Um, maybe even if Miles Gaskin couldn't get more involved, maybe fifth. I have him at 12. Um, I think I'm at 13. I mean, if I'm not walking away with one of these top 11 guys, and I have Irv, Irv Smith Jr. higher um, just because of breakout potential, but I, I don't even know if I'm comfortable walking away with Irv Smith Jr. Um, we are going to be coming out with full draft rankings, hopefully by this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, top 100 or top 150 of everybody we want to draft in order. I started at Look. top 100, but I can change it to whatever. I might even do like a top 200. Yeah. Okay. And that's just people. I mean, rankings aren't really the same as a draft board. Rankings are kind of like accounted for, you know, breakout. And when I'm drafting, I kind of like to aim towards the younger guys who have, you know, that breakout potential when I'm drafting my bench. And obviously, these rankings don't go with that all the time. Um, I just said it'd definitely be like 150. 150? Yeah. I think it's a good number. I was about to say 200's a lot. 200's a lot. It is a lot. I think that's more than. How many players get drafted? Yeah. Um, so, Irv Smith, 10. I would definitely draft Noah Fant above him. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even Mike Kosicki. I just really love Irv Smith for maybe a potential breakout season uh, this year. But if I'm not walking away, maybe even that top nine, include Noah Fant, so t- 10, mm-hmm. then I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I kind of draw the line at Logan Thomas. That's kind of the the last tight end I'm looking for. And if I don't get one of them, I'm going to wait and take a flyer on like a Tyler Higby. I think he's got a lot of upside. Um, and Yeah, when I update my rankings tomorrow, Evan Ingram is definitely going to be bumped down from what I've heard at camp. So, Yeah, um, I mean, plus he's like their what fifth option. And let's just hope Adam Troutman said net 14. Let's just my sleeper of the year. Sleeper of the year, Adam Troutman. It's like everybody's sleeper of the year. Let's just please hope that he suffered a minor injury, ready to go week one, but it does not sound like that. He was carted off versus the Jaguars. Um, Let me see what happened. See if there's any updates. I don't think there is. It's an ankle slash foot injury. So let's hope tough. it isn't. A lot of injuries tonight. Travis Etienne was hurt. Marvin Jones was hurt. And Adam Troutman was hurt. That's tough. So yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully we'll have more news on that tomorrow, um, and we can go from there. But uh, let's move to the Jets. Um, Not a big fantasy team in past years, the Jets. I think this year's more the same. Let me scroll down and try to find them. 
<clears throat> All right, let's start off with the rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson. Um, I mean, I don't really see him as nothing but a late round flyer. Agreed. Um, quarterback two leagues, he's still probably a bench quarterback. Um, I only see him high valued in two quarterbacks leagues, maybe even dynasty leagues. Um, I do see some potential in him though, because he's got a big arm. He's very athletic. I think he's got a good connection with Corey Davis. I think if Elijah Moore is what people think Elijah Moore can be, it can provide him weapons. And if he can get a stable running back, who knows? I mean, there's always rookie quarterbacks every year that surprise us. Maybe it's him, but it would it wouldn't be my first guess. He'd probably be my fourth ranked rookie quarterback this year. But. Let's go to running backs. Um, I do have Michael Carter as a sleeper. Um, I have him ranked 25th. You have him ranked 30th. Not as good. Um, when I update my rankings, I'll probably bump him down. Bump him down below Zach Moss, James Conner. Well, I'm Moss is getting bumped down as well. Um, they'd be down below. You'll move Etienne Williams up. Yeah, I'm uh, moving Sermon up. Fournette, so. Rojo, all of them. I think I'm going to put above them. Um, we'll definitely because, get these updated before tomorrow's podcast. Um, yeah, that'd be good. That's a good goal. Yeah, um, I'm just not real big on any Jets running back, to be honest. I think I love Kevin Coleman's the starting for now. So I love Michael Carter. Um, even if he doesn't start Week One, um, Carter Minshew back at his running back killed there. But even if he doesn't start week one, um, he's kind of the same deal with Sermon. Um, I think, I think Sermon's got will. a much, much easier path. I do not. I do not. That You're basically <laughs> saying that Raheem Mostert is not as good as Tevin Coleman. No, because Sermon right now is his team's second running back. I think everybody would agree. Michael Carter could very easily be their, what, third or fourth? Fourth? No way. I don't think you ever watched Michael Kevin Carter. Coleman. You and Seaman. They've got LaMichael P. Ryan. They got Ty Johnson. It's it's a I think it's a one hundred percent committee, and I think Tevin Coleman's at the head of it. I think it is definitely Michael Carter's backfield to take eventually. Maybe not week one, but if we're not talking week seven about Michael Carter being a top twenty fantasy option. Then, I mean, people thought the same thing about LaMichael Piran last year, and we saw how that worked out. Well, LaMichael Piran was never Michael Carter, so <laughs> never Michael Carter. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about the wide receivers. Um, it is a crowded room. Um, all of them, uh, maybe not even top 90 picks in fantasy. Um, I disagree. I, you think Corey Davis? I'm, I am in on Corey Davis. I, I think, think he's their number. I think he's their number one guy. Um, he showed he's got that potential in Tennessee, and if he can develop a strong relationship with Zach Wilson, I don't see any reason why he can't be a um, like a low end wide receiver two flex play at the beginning and solidify himself as a wide receiver two later in the season. I think Jameson Crowder could very easily be moved, which would leave Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, and Keelan Cole. And Keelan Cole's he's. He, he he just don't got it. And Elijah Moore, who knows? You know. So I'm big on Jameson Crowder, deep PPR, deep PPR league. Kind of, I, I don't know much. Yeah. But Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, those are the two guys. Um, I would not be surprised if we're talking week six. Elijah Moore is better than Corey Davis. I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking week six that Corey Davis is top 20 
fantasy wide receiver. Um, that's kind of how the, you know, that's kind of how wide range it is. Um, well, I think Corey it does, is much more likely. I, I mean, it much. Um, Zach Wilson's been throwing to him a lot in preseason. Mm-hmm. I think it said somewhere where he had. I can't remember the exact stat. It was like 10 snaps, six targets, or something like that. Um, Zach Wilson likes him. Um, let's just hope he well, continues who, who to ascend. To? Well, I mean, he's, he's still got good old Tyler Croft, who caught two touchdowns. <laughs> caught two Croft. touchdowns. Um, Elijah Moore, James Socrates. He's got plenty of people to throw and to. And stud from, Chris Herndon. And the stud <laughs> from UNC. And um, this is Mike Clay's... Um, Running back, uh, I mean, depth chart, and he does mm. have Michael Carter above Tevin Coleman for what it's worth. Um, I think Tevin Coleman's a starter. I don't think any of these tight ends have any kind of value, absolutely not. I, I, I yeah, I don't think any of them have mm. any type of value. Let's move on to the Patriots. Last but um, not least, to the Patriots, there has been some news going around about Cam Newton today. Um, I don't know if this might lead to Mac Jones taking the job. Um, no chance. You don't think Mac Jones starts? Like week one? No. Ah, oh, man. No Mac chance. Mac Jones just looks explosive right now. I mean, they're he gets very the committed. They're very committed to Cam. Even after this whole thing, you think they're still committed to him? I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not Thursday? saying. I just saw stuff on. Just saw stuff on Twitter. You know. That People maybe are they might react to that, and they're going to say, "Oh, he's going to get all these looks in practice. He's going to get all the reps. He's going to get bumped up to the QB one." But they've they've been very consistent with saying that Cam is their starter until further notice, and he's he's played well enough to keep that spot. So I'm, I'm sticking with Cam. If you had to draft one, if you had to, who are you drafted first? Cam Newton, one hundred percent. So you think Cam Newton starts more games than Mac Jones? Yes, but not not only if if you're picking Mac Jones, what value does he have? It's only throwing. He's not going to run. At least Cam Newton gives you value with his legs. And who knows? He may surprise you. His his arm has looked really good this preseason. He's got so much more zip on the ball, uh, something we haven't seen in a few seasons, I would say. So if he if he's just a fraction of the MVP Cam. Um, I don't see why he doesn't keep the job, especially with they've got upgraded weapons, the two tight ends they brought in. So we'll see. Yeah, if, I think it's if, if, if Super Cam is back, that's just good for the league. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Super Cam is back, but a version of Cam Newton, an improved version of Cam Newton, I think is. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Um, look into the running backs. If you want any of these running backs, um, Ramondre Stevenson, I'd say is probably the second running back to draft. He has looked so good this preseason. But even he is just a deep league sleeper. Uh, uh, Damian Harris is the guy going around that, I think, 80, mid-80s range. Um, PPR James White? Uh, I don't I don't like any running backs in this backfield. You know, Bill Belichick hates fantasy football. Um, and, you know, he does not feature any kind of running back. Um, I think Damian Harris is different. I, th- I think he's clearly the most talented. And I think Belichick will give him the op- the opportunity to be the the featured back. You think there's any way Ramondre Stevenson makes his way to the first team? No, no. You don't think so? It would take injury. It would take injury for that to happen. 
All right, let's go to the pass catchers. They signed a few this offseason, um, including Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Byrne, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, out of any of these guys, who has the most upside? Um, I think it's definitely Jacoby Myers. The or most Nelson. upside. Nelson Aguilar will have those three or four weeks where he'll get you 20. Um, but I think if you're looking for consistency, uh, five catches, six catches a game, I think that's the highest potential from those wide receivers. I think you're probably looking at Jacoby Myers. I think both Aguilar and Myers are just bench receivers at this point. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Aguilar just because I think he's more proven. He's been with the Eagles and the Raiders where he's shown flashes. But I wouldn't want either of them in my lineup coming out of the draft. No chance. And they did draft two stud tight ends. Draft? Um, did they draft one? They picked them up in free agency. I do apologize. Um, picked up Johnny Smith first, then signed Hunter Henry. Um, I'm going to be moving Johnny Smith way up in my rankings, moving Hunter Henry down. Um, I've kind of it's kind of grown on me that Johnny Smith is probably in that next tier, um, maybe right after you draft Logan Thomas and Noah Fant. Um, you're looking right at Johnny Smith there. Um, I really like Johnny Smith for this season. Um, he's super talented. I think he is more athletic, more um, more talented. Even though Hunter Henry has proven more um, in the red zone, John o. Smith will definitely give you, I think, more yards and more catches. Um, I think he'll line up as that tight end one usually and can even line up in wide receiver because he's so fast, so athletic. He, he really is kind of like a wide receiver, kind of like a Mike Kosicki. If everybody's healthy, it would not surprise me if they give the same looks as when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So they'll have like Aguilar and Myers on the outside, and then they'll just have Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry on the field at the same time, and then Damon Harris or James White or Sonny Michelle by themselves back there. But I, I would not be surprised if they're both on the field a lot at the same time. I personally am lower than most on Johnny Smith. I completely understand the argument for his talent. Super fast, super explosive, but I think you're going to see the same sort of thing you saw in Tennessee, where the uh, the opportunity just is not there. Like I don't think he's, I don't think he has tight end one upside. I think he's a bang average tight end two. Um, I think Hunter Henry is kind of in the same area just because of his touchdown equity, but I, I those guys I definitely have my starter. Those guys sense. definitely have more. Um, what's the word? They're definitely more valuable if Mac Jones becomes the starter. I think we could both agree. Um, I, th- I think he's the better passer, and I think he'll distribute the ball way better than Cam will. I mean, maybe. I I think Cam is more valuable in fantasy than Mac Jones. But if Mac Jones gets in there and is closer to like what Tom Brady was, where he's just throwing and not running, that improves the value of everybody else. But brings his down does that make sense like he would be less valuable than if cam was in there but if he is in there his pass catchers and the running back are all going to be more valuable oh yeah for sure for sure that's what yeah yeah for sure I i think that makes sense all right well this was the afc east remember check out the website check out the twitter um follow us um subscribe um i think afc South will be coming out 
next. Um, these should both be released on Tuesday. Um, so yeah, um, AFC West, AFC North will be released on. Um, I meant those will be released on Tuesday. AFC West, AFC North will be released on Wednesday. Um, and we will have updated rankings so you can check those out. So, uh, anything else appreciate you want to say? For watching. Just pr- appreciate everybody for watching. We've done some mock drafts recently, got a lot of positive feedback, people wanting to be in leagues. We are going to start up our leagues. Um, the 20 man leagues coming back. We're going to do 10 team, 12 team. Uh, we'll do free leagues. We'll do pay uh, money leagues. Just let us know which one you want to be in. We'll keep tweeting about it. Um, if you have friends who want to be in it, spread the word. Um, you know, we'd like to think we're trustworthy people with your money. Um, so we look forward to doing it. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of content coming. And, yeah, just thanks again for watching. All right. Well, we will see you in the next one.